Hallelujah, just get into a few things tonight. But I tell you, there is nothing like praying. There is nothing like being able to work. Imagine the privilege that we were given, each and every one of us, to work with the Lord. I think this never grows old with me, that I have been given this opportunity to work with God, to work with the Father. It never grows old. I try to remind people all the time that you're just not here on the earth just trying to get God to do a few things on your behalf to make your day just a little bit better to, you know, just get a few things, you know, from heaven that, you know, you don't really have on the earth. Prayer, it's not this, 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 this constant, you know, just God, I need, God, I want, God, I need, God, I want, God, I'm sick. No, prayer is this beautiful dialogue. It's this communication. It's this divine interaction, and it is His intervention. It's the divine divine coming into our natural and saying, I can make more of what it is that you need me to do if you just simply allow me to commune with you. That's how it is, and that's the way it is, and that's what I encourage you tonight. You know, something very exciting is about to happen at 7 a.m. tomorrow morning. And I know I've been harping on about this, but I tell you, we were preparing today, getting things ready today, and, you know, just getting my little studio thingy ready today. And uh, I'm just so super excited that I get to spend the next 28 days ministering on, on Prayer Coach's platform on and with the precious Holy Spirit. It is so Him. He so wants us to just to, you know, to talk about Him and, and work with Him. Amen. Just highlight Him and His work and what He does and, and who He is and where it is He wants to take us. Why? Because like Psalm 23 tells us, the Lord is our shepherd. Amen. Come on. Yahweh Rohi. Amen. He leads us. He guides us. He shields us. And the most beautiful thing about the Lord that I've learned over all these years is, yes, He'll cause you to get a pep in your step. He'll cause you to get a little bit of a, you know, shimmy on, but He never drives us. He never drives us and beats us. He, he never takes a whip to us. He, he always, you know, leads us, woos us, causes us to pursue. You know, yeah, he'll, he'll sometimes light a fire beneath us, you know, to get us going in the right direction. And thank God for the fire that he likes, lights beneath us because we all need it from time to time, right? But I tell you, it's going to be so powerful over these next 28 days. So if you're already on Prayer Coach Platform, thank God for you. If you're not, you simply go to paulbrady.life. It's paulbrady.life, even if you just do it for the month. Amen. Just paulbrady.life. Amen. And just follow the instructions on there. Amen. And I will see you tomorrow morning at 7 a.m. ready to minister with and for. Amen. On behalf of the precious, precious Holy Spirit. Amen. So just a few scriptures for you tonight. Just stay with us. Amen. I know that uh, you can be commenting right now. Pastor Karen's on there. You can talk away to her as I'm, as I'm ministering to you. Amen. But I want to remind you on the scripture that I brought to you, and it was from Joshua 14. And remember, it was, uh, it was um, this scripture that reminded us that, uh, that uh, Caleb uh, was as strong at 85 as he was at 40. You'll, you'll find in here, amen, it's so, it's so, so, so powerful. 
um, um, you know, just, just to see that God's word is final authority and his sustaining grace for each and every one of us. I want you to take this scripture in Joshua 14. I want you to read the whole chapter, actually. That's what we'll do, Lord. We'll not do it tonight, but I want you to take a fresh look at it, and I want you to read it, and I want you to truly allow the Lord to minister to you. You know, sometimes we get a scripture that comes in prayer, or you get a scripture that comes in church, and, and it's, it's powerful at the time, and there's a shout, there's a roar. We want to run around the front of the church. We want to do an abundance, all of those different things. Amen. But God gives us these scriptures so that we can what? We can think on these things. What things are lovely, Philippians 4, what things are lovely on a, of a good report. God really wants us to meditate, just like David. You can put these scriptures up there for me. Amen. Just like David meditated on his bed. Amen. Just spent time just meditating on what it is that the Lord is saying in his word. Sometimes, you know what, in our devotions, we just read a portion of scripture. And that was lovely, like reading through the Bible. Bible in one year. That's an amazing discipline, amen? It's something that we can do that can take us somewhere that we never really would go on our own, get you to read portions of Scripture that you never really would ever, ever read, amen? And that is a powerful discipline. But then there's those words. Those words, they come like keys. They unlock, they lock, they bring such revelation. And this portion of Scripture has been such a revelation to me, amen? I, I just, I just, I'm meditating on this, you know, to think that at, that at the age of 85, you know, you can be and have the strength of, of a man of 40 or a woman of 40. Do you know, uh, sometimes in my, my downtime when, when I'm just, you know, just, just taking time to myself and to feed myself and, and to, you know, gain knowledge within myself, I will listen to professors and to doctors and to, to different people that are so learned, even scientists. You know, science is not our enemy. You must never think that. There was something came through COVID there that it was like all of science was our enemy. Please don't ever go there, guys. We need it. Amen. And we need these learned people to continue their studies and to continue uh, their, their whatever it is they do so that we can learn and glean and have more knowledge as we walk through this life, right? But you know, uh, things that I've been listening to, you know that they are finding more and more and more longevity. They're finding more and more and more that there are ways for men and women to live longer. So you've got a narrative over here in the world that is trying to, what would you say, shorten the lifespan of man. But then there are also other good people over here that are learning that there are certain things that we can do to actually secure longevity. These are the things that I'm pushing into, I'm believing for, I'm standing on the Word of God for, amen? Just not just reading His Word, I can read His Word, find out this is His will, this is His plan, this is His purpose, amen? Psalm 91, the last verse, with long life, I will satisfy you and show forth my salvation. I receive, and I declare this over you, 
all of the fullness of salvation. Just not the day that I got saved. All of that was amazing. I was transferred out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Amen and amen. But the fullness of salvation as I walk out this life on earth, that is what I want. That is the revelation that I want. I want to know what sozo means. I want to know what this delivering power of Christ is all about. I want to know that the sustaining grace that comes by the power of his spirit and through, amen, just the entrance of his word, he upholds, like I said, everything by the word of his power. This word is beyond anything that we even in our finite minds know what is capable of doing and bringing to pass. The Word became flesh and dwelt among us. Amen. He came Himself to make a way where there seemed to be no way. No matter what you're faced with in this life, no matter what I'm faced with, there is a hope. Christ in us, the hope of glory, Colossians tells us. There is a hope, a hope that goes beyond anything that we could ever, 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 ever imagine. It is beyond anything that we could comprehend. We read the Scriptures. We speak the Scriptures. We pray the Scriptures. We declare the Scriptures. Amen. We confess His Word and hold fast the confession of our faith. That is what we do. And being baptized in the Spirit, we can pray in another language. The Scripture tells us also that with yearnings and groanings too deep for utterance, we can work with the Holy Spirit to pray in a way that we don't even know how to offer it worthily. It's so powerful. Even when that scripture is being spoken about, even in a, in a moment of infirmity, even in a moment of a physical challenge, the Spirit of God takes up with you and causes you to pray in such a way that is beyond your human intellect. So, what can we do to add to this? Well, we can add to our faith. We can add different things. What can we add? Well, we can definitely add knowledge. And these are some of the things that I love to do. I love to listen to doctors, and I love to listen to people that are more learned than myself, that are, that are specialists in their field. I don't know what it is. I just love to listen to them. I actually could just sit there for hours listening to what they have to say about certain things. Of course, you're going to hear things that, you know, you're going to, you know, raise your eyebrow to. But, but you know what? They've said it through the years, you know, eat the hay, spit out the sticks, all those different things. And you'll hear things that are relevant for today. Amen. And, and then there's other things that you hear. It's like, you know what? We'll just put that on the shelf for another time. But what we're hearing more and more is that more knowledge is coming in the way that will help men and women, amen, live longer and stay longer on the earth. That's what I'm all about. You know, in the wilderness, it was three score and ten, even 80 years. But you know, under the blessing of God, under the goodness of God, it says that we can have anything up to 120, amen, or you put your faith out there for what you believe in the name of Jesus. I believe that if we can do everything that the Lord says in His Word for us to do, position ourselves, posture ourselves, I believe that His grace makes up all and takes up the slack. I honestly believe that. But then we take the responsibility in our own hands at times, and we say, you know, I'm going to do this, this, and this this, and I'm going to meet you, Lord, amen, with my decisions and my responsibility, I believe that is a very powerful thing. 
In Psalm 42, we're going to go over to Psalm 115, but Psalm 42, it says this, As the heart pants and longs for the water brooks, so I pant and long for you, O God. My inner self thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and behold the face of God? My tears have been my food day and night, while men say to me all day long, Where is your God? It goes on to say, These things I earnestly remember and pour myself out within me. How I went slowly before the throng and led them in procession to the house of God, like a bandmaster before his band, timing the steps to the sound of music and the chant of song, with the voice of shouting and praise and throng, keeping festival. I declare in your life tonight, in your home, there is a shouting, there is a praising, there is a confession, there is a continual noise that is going on, lifting up the praises of our God, lifting up the goodness of our God, lifting up the blessing of our God upon our homes, upon our children, upon our grandchildren. In the name of Jesus, we put our guard at our mouths, and we make covenant only to speak the good things, to speak the end from the beginning, to call those things that be not as though they were. In the name of Jesus, to call those things, amen, from the unseen into the seen, and to make those things in heaven, in God, firm in our lives on the earth. Come on, everybody. God is moving, and we are moving with Him. In the name of Jesus, come on, if you're just joining, amen, make sure that you comment, share, amen, you like, praise the Lord, get this out to other people, because if it's helping you and it's helping me, it helping hundreds and hundreds of other people. It is so important that we do diligence and we keep sharing stuff like this so that people's lives, amen, can be changed. Share it on your Facebook page. Amen. Share it wherever you can share it in the name of Jesus. Now we go to verse 7 and it says this, roaring deep calls to roaring deep at the thunder of your water sprites. All your breakers and your rolling waves have gone over me. Yet the Lord will command his loving kindness in the day shall be with me. A prayer to the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why, go, why I go mourning because of the oppression of the enemy? Us with sword crushing in my bones and enemies taunt and reproach me while they say continually, where is your God? Why are you cast down, O your inner self? And why should you moan over me and be disquieted within me? Hope in God and wait expectantly for him, for I shall yet praise him who is in the help of my countenance and my God. Amen. I'm telling you, as you read those, it feels like it's going the wrong direction. But I tell you, with a decision, you can just say with your voice, say with your heart, I will hope in God. I will wait expectantly for Him. This may be going the wrong direction right now, but any minute, it's about to change. Do you know when it changes is when you change your mouth, when you change your confession, when you begin to change your words and you begin to frame your world. That's when it begins to change. When you lift up your face and you know that I look to him and my face will never be blushed for shame. And I look to him and I am radiant. My countenance is lifted. I lift up myself, begin to praise him, begin to worship him, begin to glorify him, begin to magnify him, begin to make much of him, begin to focus on him, focus on heaven, focus on everything that heaven has, focus on his word, focus on his promise. Amen. It's yes and amen. This name 
negativity is about to change. This situation is about to change. This circumstance is about to change. Woo, I feel myself getting up into a little bit of a preach. Amen. In the name of Jesus, shut it out. Everything is about to change. Amen. Once you set your mouth in agreement with the word of Almighty God, you will see that everything will begin to change. It may take a moment. It may take a few hours. It may even take a few days and a few weeks. But sooner or later, as you hold fast the word of God, as you hold fast his plan and his purpose, you will see it begin to turn. In the name of Jesus, you'll begin to see favor. Amen. Begin to come upon you. And doors begin to open before you. Why? Because this is the good plan and the good pleasure of our God to make us the head continually and that we will never be beneath. When it says hope in God, wait expectantly for him, for I shall yet praise him, who is the help of my countenance, my God. In the name of Jesus, tonight, I just declare it over you that things are changing. Things can't stay the same. You got to go up. You got to go forward. In the name of Jesus, I want you to go to Psalm 115 with me, please. Hallelujah. This is real weird. Amen. I'm, I'm in this room tonight with about three or four people sitting on the front row that are, that are helping me do this uh, broadcast tonight. Amen. It's the wildest thing, just preaching, you know, just to a camera. But I tell you, I sense the anointing of God. Amen. I'm telling you, He brings us help no matter what. Even if the weather wants to try and shut the roads down, God gives us help. He brings us help. And thank God for streaming. Thank God for online. Thank God that we can have a prayer meeting tonight. Amen. And we can see things change in the name of Jesus. Let's take a look at this. As we go to Psalm 115, I want you to cast your eye in Psalm 112, verse 8. Uh, verse 7, it says this, He shall not be afraid of evil tidings. His heart is firmly fixed, trusting, leaning on, and being confident in the Lord. Verse 8, His heart is established and steady, he will not be afraid while he waits to see his desire established upon his adversaries. Now, we just got through, amen, just a couple of minutes ago saying hope in God. What are we hoping? What are we hoping in? We're hoping in the surety. He is a sure thing. He is sure. His word is sure. We can trust him continually. Now, you can read in this scripture that he's talking about a heart that is established and steady. This heart that is established and steady will not be afraid while we wait. While we wait to see what? Our desire established upon our adversary. In the name of Jesus, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Every tongue that rises against you in judgment, you will show to be in the wrong. Now let's go on over then to Psalm 115. I want to read this whole thing tonight. Amen. I'm not going to keep you much longer. Amen. But uh, I just thank you for the time that you've given us tonight because I believe that what has happened already within just 36 minutes has the power to change, rearrange, and shape your life. In Psalm 115, let's read together. It says this, Not to us, O Lord, not to us, but to your name give glory, for your mercy and loving kindness, and for the sake of your truth and faithfulness. Why should the nations say, Where is now their God? But our God is in heaven. 
He does whatever he pleases. The idols of the nations are silver and gold, the work of men's hands. They have mouths, but they speak not. Eyes have they, but they see not. They have ears, but they hear not. Noses have they, but they smell not. They have hands, but they handle not. Feet have they, but they walk not. Neither can they make a sound with their throats. They who make idols are like them. So are all who trust in and lean on them. O Israel, trust and take refuge in the Lord. Lean on and rely and be confident in Him. He is your help and your shield. O house of Aaron, the priesthood, trust in and lean on the Lord. He is your help and He is your shield. You who reverently fear the Lord, trust in and lean on the Lord. He is your help and He is your shield. The Lord has been mindful. Everybody say mindful. Mindful of us. He will bless us. He will bless the house of Israel. He will bless the house of Aaron. He will bless those who reverently and worshipfully fear the Lord, both small and great. May the Lord give you increase more and more. You and your children. I'm going to say that one one more time. May the Lord give you increase more and more. I want you just two minutes, just lift your hands with me right now and begin to thank the Lord for His Word. Begin to thank Him. Thank Him that this is just not just, you know, just rhetoric. And this is just not just another prayer meeting and just another online just for the sake of doing duty on a Tuesday night. No, this is the Word of the Lord. And we thank Him and we praise Him that He's already given us a Word. Amen. Come on, that the Lord will give us increase more and more. In the name of Jesus, amen, to us us and to our children. In the name of Jesus, now begin to thank Him aloud. Begin to praise Him aloud right there in your living room, in your kitchen, in your bedroom, in your workplace, in the car, wherever you are, wherever you are, begin to thank Him and praise Him that increases on His mind, that He wants to bring increase to your life, not only in your life, but to your children and to your children's children. In the name of Jesus, Father, we bless you, we glorify you, we magnify you in the name of Jesus, that the blessing of the Lord make it truly rich and adds no sorrow. In the name of Jesus, neither will toiling increase it. God's hand is upon us to increase us more and more. It goes on to say this in verse 15, may you be blessed of the Lord who made heaven and earth. The heavens are the Lord's heavens, but the earth has he given to the children of men. Now, guys, if we just back up a couple of days, this is where I was getting to on Sunday morning. The truth, the difference between stewardship and ownership. I know that, that He's made us steward, and we're to be good stewards of, 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 of what we're blessed with and all of those different things, but it doesn't stop there. We have to take it up a notch and really begin to realize, look at this, that the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth has He given to the children of man. So, what has He done for us? He's made us owners. And that is exactly what the Lord wants us to be. He wants us to own things in the name of Jesus. Amen? Not for things to own us. Amen? It's wonderful to be a keeper. It's wonderful to be a steward, and it's wonderful to be an owner. 
But we must not have things keep us. We must not have things own us. Things, material things, should never own us or keep us. Amen. We are owners. Yes, we are good stewards of what we own. But God has blessed us. I want you to shout it out. God has blessed us in such a way that as we begin to own and acquire assets and begin to uh, acquire more and more and more, He gives us the ability Amen. He gives us the the wisdom, and He gives us the know-how on how to steward that portfolio of what we own. And that is where we're going in the name of Jesus. I declare that over you, that this year you are going to increase in assets, that you are going to increase, amen, as an acquisition of different things in the name of Jesus, not just purely for the sake of having material things, but because the Lord has blessed you. The Lord's hand is upon you, and the Lord increases you more and more, you and your children. Look at this. The dead praise not the Lord, neither any who go down into silence. But we will bless affectionately and gratefully praise the Lord from this time forth and forever. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Amen. So in 40 minutes tonight, amen, the Lord has really said a few things. Amen. Look how we started this off tonight. The first 10, 15 minutes, just God led us so beautifully into a place of prayer. Then we go into just, just, you know, just the simplicity of his word, holding fast that which he said in Joshua 14. Amen. As we age, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't matter whether you're 14, 15, 44, 80 for whatever. God has a plan for each and every one of our lives. Let's really push in this year to with long life I will satisfy you and show forth uh, and show forth his salvation in our lives. You know, as you're listening to the news right now, I mean, you're going to be hearing things, you know, that might make you want to just, you know, not only lift one eyebrow, but lift a couple of eyebrows, right? You know, I don't know a time even in the things that I've done over the last years, you know, to be uncertain listening to the news and the little bit that I do listen to, I can tell you I don't listen very much to it. Amen. Why? Because there's nothing really on there that's very good to listen to. Just enough, just enough to give you just a little bit of what's going on, current affairs. Amen. But I tell you, even the little bit that you hear, you can see that things are not in good shape. The world is not in good shape. And the word seems to be coming to pass before our very eyes. You can hear roars and rumors of wars. Even, you know, the drums are beating. Different things are happening. Look at this. You can see it, you know, what's happening in Europe. You can see what's happening in Russia. You can see what's happening in Ukraine. You can see the unrest that's happening now in the Middle East. You can see what's happening in Israel. You can see what they're, you know, the chains are rattling. You know, they're saying, you know, war could break out with China, you know, in a couple of years' time. We, you know, we, we, we've, we've never, you know, in, in my lifetime, you know, I've never heard so much uncertainty. Of course, Karn and myself, we grew up in Northern Ireland and, you know, from just from babies, you know, growing up, we knew what it was like to live in a terrorist situation or to under threat of, of, a, of a terrorist, uh, what would you say, environment. And it's not nice. It's not healthy. It's not healthy for people to live in that. And here we are, a world today, you know, just living, living in a world that, that's not healthy. 
Amen? That's why we need to stay close to God, close to the Spirit. That's why we have to stay on the Word. We have to fill our hearts and fill our thoughts with the blessing and the goodness of God. We must. We must. The, the, the Spirit of the world must not be the dominating uh, uh, narrative in our lives. We are the body of Christ. We are the people of the kingdom of God. We are the sons and heirs, the sons and daughters of what? The Father, the Father of the kingdom of light. And he says that every good and perfect gift comes down from him. I declare over you tonight, you're on the winning side. You're a champion, more than conqueror, and you are overcoming. Don't give your eye to those things that you just can't even handle. Stop listening to stuff that you just, I mean, you just can't even handle it. Amen. Give your eye and give your ear to what is good, what is wholesome, what is lovely, and what is of a good report. This is what I, as your pastor, is doing. And I'm telling you, it's working a treat in my life. Amen. The enemy may come at us one way, but he'll flee from us seven ways. Even though we live in a fallen world and a world that seems to prophetically, you know, be closing at, at, at this time and this age, you know, and moving into another time. But I tell you, we can live it out as the glorious, victorious church of Jesus Christ. We can truly live in and through his power with his precious spirit. We can truly live it as a light shining on in the darkness. For the light has never been overpowered by the darkness. Amen. Get into John. Read it. Amen. Get into 1 John. Read it. Amen. It's so powerful. Take those scriptures and build yourself up. Pray in other tongues and build yourself up in your most holy faith. Amen. Jude tells us that you'll rise higher and higher. That's the way to go. Don't stay low when you can go high. Don't stay back when you can move forward. Amen. Don't become a recluse when God needs you to be salt and light. God needs you to be what he is in this world. He needs you to be a representative of salvation. He needs you going about laying hands on the sick. Amen. He needs you going about casting out devils. He needs you praying in other tongues. He needs you being a demonstration of miraculous power power in the midst of a fallen society in a broken world. Amen. Decay is all around us, but decay is not in us. Life and life abundance has been made unto us because of what Jesus did and what he brought to each and every one of us.